Awesome. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. You guys look good. I see the glory of God hovering in the room. Wait, wait, that's the fog machine. <laughs> well, I'm so happy that I could talk my wife into rejoining me back on the stage today. So give her a big <laughs> hand for her bravery. Because even though we prepare, you really never know how it's going to go. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but anyway, that's kind of part of the fun. Um, yeah. I'm a risk taker. All right, so there was, Jesus, a, come back. There was an old guy who, uh, he was 92 years old, and uh, his doctor saw him out in public, and his doctor went out to him and was like, hey, man, you are, look, look at you, you look great. I, I, whatever you're doing, keep it up. I mean, I just saw you two weeks ago, and whatever you're doing, it's working. And the old man said, I'm just following your advice, doc. And he goes, you are? He said, yeah, you said, get a hot mama and be cheerful. And he said, no, I said you have a heart murmur. Be careful. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, <laughs> be it unto you according to your faith, that's right? That's right, that's right. Exactly. Well, this morning, uh, well, Adrian and I have started watching a new show. We've only, we're only like four or five episodes in, so if it's awful, don't judge us because we don't know that it's awful yet. But it's, <laughs> but it's called This Is Us. Yeah, we count. We count. Y'all like yeah, it? Oh, good. It's pretty good. funny. Yeah, we like it, and it's kind of like usually the things that we like to watch are really different. Uh, I like the you know shoot 'em up guy stuff and action packed and suspense and drama, and and she doesn't. In fact, we it's hard to go to the movies with her because she <laughs> no, will... No, it's not. <laughs> if you just would go to a chick flick. <laughs> but it's hard don't... to go to the movies with her. Yeah, and I'm outnumbered at my no, house. I like chick flicks too, actually. I like a good romantic comedy, but she will like grab your hand or claw your leg if it's... In it. I mean, I'm talking animated cartoons. She, <laughs> she get Seriously. I think it's real. She thinks it's real. Yeah. So we found this new TV show that we both like. We can all watch. Even the boys like it. Okay. Yes. Right. So, yeah. We, we usually will lose one of them about halfway through. Like, yeah. oh, okay, I'm going to bed. <laughs> but that's the title of our message this morning is This Is Us. And uh, why don't you tell them about the time that we had a wobbly table on the stage? Why don't you tell them about the time that we, uh, that you rather, uh, failed your driving test. Oh, yeah, I would love to tell them about that. Yes, at, at teen. You know, it's really Missi it's the state of Mississippi's fault because right, they is. let you do this way, way too young. Way too young. But no, I actually... Although I didn't fail mine, but go ahead. I <clears throat> did fail my driving test. I never pictured telling a crowd about that experience, but um, <laughs> now that you bring it up. So, yeah, I just really am very literal, and I'm gullible, and they told me that you didn't have to study, so I didn't, <laughs> and so then I failed it. So then, as you can imagine, I, like, hounded my boys, and I, like, made them study like crazy for right. the driving test. They're like, Mom, it's really okay. We got this, and, of course, they passed the first time, but, and all of my friends passed the first time, too, but, yeah, I failed my, my driving test. It was really embarrassing. So it was so embarrassing. But even though you failed... It's really not that difficult to... Yeah, I just went and studied for about an hour and then went back and took it and passed and it. And passed it. Yeah. So it's easier to get a license to get married than it is... It's easier to get a license to get married than it is to get a license to operate a two-ton motor vehicle. It's true. It's kind of scary. Yeah, right? Yeah. Most and people <laughs> pass that. But there should know. be a test. Yeah. Don't you think? 
Yeah, that that's would not be a bad good. idea. Maybe we yeah. could like invent that. Oh. Yeah. The marriage preparation yeah. test. Uh, it's just not scientific, though. But, that's the thing. But, but the point yeah, is, is still. we don't want you to crash and burn. We want you to arrive safely to your destination, yeah. whether you're married or single or searching or whatever category you fall in. We want you to arrive alive and be happy when you get there. We want you as a couple to stay together and for your marriage to be a representation of abundant life. Yeah. And so uh, couples seem to find it easier, according to statistics, to find a new mate than it is to work it out decade after decade with the one that you've got. We want our, our vision and our hope for you is that you would be some of the people in our city that people can look to as an example of what a successful, happy, satisfying marriage looks like. Yeah. Yeah. So, so do you want your marriage to, or relationship or dating relationship to just be good or great? great. Yes, great. you know, good is the enemy, the greatest enemy to great. And, and yes. we wanna really just talk to you about a few things that we've learned to really make your relationship be as great as you wish that it could be. True, and um, not that ours is without struggle. True. Because I don't know of a relationship, a long-term relationship that's without struggle. Yeah. Um, the only one that I can think of off the top of my head is my my buddy Jeff and I. I don't think we've ever had a fight or an argument or. Yeah. We've wow. had disagreements though, wow. but we I don't know. But relationships can get messy. They can and get so, messy. So I did like, hurt his feelings one time. Like you know, the Word of God is a map uh, for us that right. guides us to a desired destination. Yeah. And it's not just about that destination, but we want to talk this morning a little bit about the journey along the way. And the Word yeah. of God is going to help guide you to be able to really yes. go for the gold and have a great relationship. Um, and be enjoyable. Yes, yes, because Jesus came to give us life and life more abundantly. And right. we just really want to put some hope into you that it can, you can have an abundant life kind of marriage yes. or dating relationship. You know, if you're dating, you don't have to be arguing all the time. You can actually enjoy Amen. that dating experience if you're, uh, you know, if you're doing it God's way. And so... And we um, found, actually, and we'll probably get into this a little bit maybe, but yeah. recently some tools that have helped us to fight fair and to help our arguments actually have productive outcomes. Yes, yes. So we want to get to some of those strategies in a minute. But First, let's read the scripture. All right, sounds good. Matthew 22, 34 through 40 says this. But when the Pharisees heard that he had silenced the Sadducees, they gathered together. Then one of them, a lawyer, asked him a question, testing him and saying, Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? Jesus said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the first commandment and great commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang all the law of the prophet. So basically, it's like at the end of the day, this is what it's all about. This is the, right. the secret. Yeah, in fact, the foundation for any relationship working is part one, love the Lord your God yeah. with all your heart, yeah. soul, mind, and strength. How many would agree that if your relationship with God isn't healthy and right, then every other relationship is going to be dysfunctional in some way? Mm -hmm. 
right? So if you get that relationship right, it's the foundation. It really is. Now, the second part of successful relationships is really interesting. It says, and love your neighbor as who? Yourself. <clears throat> Yourself. Now, in the words of the great prophet Justin Bieber, you got to go and love yourself. Yeah. Because if you don't love yourself, you're not going to love anybody else properly yeah. or effectively in a life-giving way. You're not going to have a good relationship with her if you don't have a good relationship with yourself. Yeah. You're not going to have a good relationship with your kids if you don't love yourself. You're not going to have a good relationship with the person who lives across the street or next door or fill in the blank, the people at work, if you don't love who? Yourself. Yourself. Turn to your neighbor and say, go ahead and love yourself. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because this whole idea of loving yourself is paramount because yeah. a lot of people that maybe you're really not frustrated with mm. your spouse, That's maybe good. you're frustrated with yourself. Yeah. That's or maybe so you're really not angry with your kids, maybe you're angry with yourself. And so you got to work it out with yourself mm -hmm. so you can work it out with everybody else. And so maybe your apparent frustration or anger or impatience or fill in the blank with other people is a reflection of that own angst that you have in and for yourself. Mm -hmm. So love your neighbor as yourself. Everybody say, I love me. In fact, uh, in the fall, we're going to launch some freedom classes. We already have them going for some of our top-tier leaders but we want to invite you to keep your eye out for those in the fall. And, but it's not too late to join a small group. That's right. Because, yeah, that's a great place to, to start working, to on, start the, working on, yourself. On, on yourself. That's right. So, so loving yourself, you know, has kind of even become a popular phrase even in the world, I'm noticing. Hmm. But, but the way that the world uh, defines that is actually just selfishness. It's actually... Uh, make me feel better and mm. usually when people are loving themselves uh, not in accordance to the Word of God you know they're actually not loving others <laughs> they're they're loving themselves instead of loving others Hello. instead of doing it the Bible way which is loving God first then you're gonna love yourself next yes and then love others because you can only love others to the degree that you first love God and then love yourself you know, um, that's good. Loving yourself. Uh, there's a little song. You, I don't know this song. I'm gonna let you. Oh, sing. You're the song. singer, the J O Y. J O Y, J O Y. Tell you what it means. Remember that when you're a kid. Jesus no. first and yourself <laughs> last, and others in between. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't so, that? Oh. but I don't. I, I, he remembered that from church. I'm glad I didn't learn that song because really, it's not right. Because it's really Jesus first. <laughs> so, Jesus first, okay. Jesus first. They got it right there. Yeah. But it really should be, I, I kind of thought, and I think I was trying to like sing this in my, head, in my head this morning. I was like, it could be Jesus first, others next, and yourself in between. Because mm. see, when you're really loving yourself out of who you are in Christ, yeah, then good. you're like the bridge between Jesus and others. And so then that would kind of go That's something good. like, J-Yo, 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 hey, yo, yo, yo. Hey, you know, There you go. I like nice. Because, <laughs> because uh, <laughs> I can't believe I just did that. But, you know, because <laughs> here's the thing. I'm only going, <laughs> oh, yes, thank you. I won. Finally, I got to sing on stage. Where's Gary Yay. Wallace? <laughs> Where's Gary? 
He kept telling me, oh, finally it happened. Okay. So um, I'm only going to be a there you are kind of person if I'm first confident in who I am in mm. him. Yeah. Amen. Because when you walk in the room, it's like, Jay, yo, like, yo, that's what my kids say. Yo, yo, hey, what's up? You know, like, <laughs> yo, being all about them. Right. That's going to come naturally when your whole purpose isn't selfish about loving yourself. You're loving Jesus and you're trying to like, uh, there's no better way to love yourself than to have purpose. Mm. And to live our life mm -hmm. out of purpose of connecting him to them. Amen? Amen. That's good. All that right. That's good. So, so remember that song? Um, because you're amazing just the way you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people, if they were being honest, though, they would be like, in, in marriage, <laughs> because you're amazing if you just get off your phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You just pick up those dirty socks. <laughs> That's right. If you wouldn't leave all that long black hair in the bathtub. Hey. <laughs> oh, this hey. isn't fair. I can't sing back. You can rap, though. We heard you. We know you can rap. <laughs> so it's not about getting what you want. It's about becoming who you're yes, supposed to be, right? Yes. It's about becoming. Decide who you want to be. Because you know what? Mm -hmm. It's not, it's so not about getting. Philippians 1, 6 uh, tells us, He who has begun a good work yes. in you, he is faithful to finish it. It's about being, who, mm. being conformed to the image of Christ. I believe that is uh, Philippians 2, 10. And, and being conformed to the image mm. of Christ. Yes, it is. You know what? We always seem to think that we're going to be happy around the next corner. When we mm. get this, right. when we get this, and around the, <clears throat> when this, when, if then happiness, you know, if he would just change and be like this, you know, or if we can just, if, if we could get a bigger house together, if we, if our kids would act right, if all these things we want to get, but it's mm. really about being. Yes. And because um, even if you get the bigger house, you're, you're still, still gonna be in, in it. it. <laughs> <laughs> I had the hugest revelation of that when we remodeled our kitchen, and it was just you know it consumed our life for three or four months, and and just and then the day it was finished, yeah, it was the biggest day of disappointment <laughs> I think up to that point because I was still the one standing in that kitchen. It didn't make all my problems go away. Yeah. I mean, I did have the most amazing new faucet, you know, one of those big round ones that you can take off and you pretend like you're in the back of a restaurant, you know, like you're that kind of faucet. And I thought that was going to do it for me, and it still didn't, you know. And we have, like, yeah. a coffee maker that's the most ridiculous thing ever. Well, like, and anyway. I wasn't this funny with a coffee maker. No, but, but like. But stuff isn't going to do it for you. Stuff isn't going to do it. Because um, now the coffee maker's broke 10 years later. Yeah, yeah. But so, we're not broke. That's what's good. But see, here's the deal. Here's what it, joy, the Bible says, comes from being in his presence. Ooh, amen. And so it's about being. Yes. You know, when you think, I, I had that picture when I, we were studying about this. And like, when it's, that's, that's the deal. Joy, there's fullness of joy in his presence. That's yes. about now. Yes. Joy is now. Mm. It's that's why even the world has gotten a hold of this about meditation and being the now. You know, instead yeah. of think it's all about getting, getting, getting. So what 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 would you say to a spouse who 
they're constantly trying to change their mate. Mm. What would yeah. you say to them? Uh, give up. <laughs> <laughs> no. You can only change yourself. You know? Amen. And That's good. Yes. And if, That's good. And that is, yes. Amen. If, if you want to... <clears throat> Uh, look at changing. You have you hold the pen that's going to write the rest of your life, uh, in your life, not their life. Life. Yeah. I can only. There are some things about him I really wish I could change, and really? there are some things about me that he really wishes he could change. And it's easy. I'm like, oh yes, he gets up here and acts all like that, but really. <laughs> Because <laughs> I mean, like, you're amazing yeah, I know. just the way yeah, you right, are. Yeah, right, Yeah, thank you. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I think ultimately, though, you just have to decide that you're going to love somebody anyway. That's right. That's Even right. if they leave wads of hair in the tub stopper or if they, if they leave their, their closet looks like it vomited cotton. I mean, you're just going to love them anyway. Right? Uh -huh. You can pick on me now if you want to. I can't think of anything because you're like so perfect. Even <laughs> if, what about the doorknobs? What about the doorknobs? <laughs> I hear about doorknobs all the time. We have these broken doorknobs in our house, and I'm not a very mechanical he guy. He won't fix anything. So I'm like, well, if house. you just kind of move it like this, it works. <laughs> Come here, I'll show um, you how it works now. I, I yeah, fixed so, it, it just so works. So when we different. got married, he's like, now I'm just going to tell you, I'm not going to fix anything around the house. But I'm a faith guy, and I will pay for it to be fixed. Well, then we get married, and he's also a tightwad. And he's a faith man, <laughs> but he doesn't want to pay for that. He wants to go on a cruise instead. That's and funner. I'm like, we have to, our doorknobs need to work. Like, hey, that was a great cruise, though, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it was. <laughs> uh, to this day, I come home from Dallas yesterday, and they're like, all, and I'm like, now, now it's a different problem with yeah, the doorknob. We have it's, a doorknob it's devil. devolved, yeah. yeah. But anyway, so but if you're single, I want to encourage you about in this point before we move on to the next the next thing here. We're getting stuck here. But uh, but you know what? If you're single, just chase after God with all yes. of your heart. Press for the prize of the high calling of Christ because that is the most attractive thing that you can that so you true. can be. And just work on being the best you because would you want to marry you? Because if not, you might need to work on a few things and just work <laughs> on you. And then God will bring the right person instead of just constantly looking, 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 you know, ignoring yourself. Again, it goes back to loving God and mm. then loving others as you love yourself. Because if you spend all your time looking for Mr. or Mrs. Right, then you're going to leave yourself in the dust and not be working on yeah. being being Mr. and Mrs. Be the right. one that you're looking for. Yeah, is looking that's for. good. Yeah, yeah. Amen. So, awesome. Yes. All right, so it's not about falling. It's about choosing. So it's not about falling in love. It's about making a decision. Because uh, Huey Lewis said, we're all addicted to love, right? <laughs> Something like that. 80s reference. I'm sorry. I'm gonna I'm gonna quit that one day, maybe. <laughs> so uh, we're consumed with fairy tales. We're consumed with you know happily ever after. And I don't even know if Jasmine and Aladdin are still together. I don't know if it worked. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, sure they flew around the world on a magic carpet, but <laughs> but what about all these decades later? Are they are they still yeah. together? And do they have little baby Aladdins running around and 
And wow, yeah, that's so, a good question. And, and they get a question yeah. because what we like is we like that feeling. Mm-hmm. And, but how many know feelings change? And you know, well, I have butterflies. Mm-hmm. Well, butterflies fly away. Mm-hmm. And well, we have chemistry. Let me just tell you something about chemicals. <laughs> Those change too. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes, whether you want them to or not. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's physiology, it's biology, stuff changes. Mm-hmm. And so you've got to have something deeper than chemicals and feelings and butterflies and fairy tales. Yeah. And happily ever after in, in, the, in the nasty now, it looks totally different than it does you know, when it comes across the screen. You know, they're kissing the, the end. I mean, that was just the beginning. <laughs> yes. You thought you had struggles to get to that point. You, the struggle is real, but the struggle is, is worth it. So how do you, how do we, how do we navigate that when our feelings change? Because how many married folk do we have in the room? All right. Wow. Awesome. That's great. We love marriage. We believe in marriage, and marriage is awesome. God, it's God's idea, so it was a good idea. And we fell madly in love early on. And in fact, when I was 18 years old, I, I said, I'm going to marry that girl one day. And, and I did. And my only regret is I, I wish I would have done it a little sooner, but that she wasn't cooperating at that time. <clears throat> That's another story for another day. But anyway, once we started dating, she kept proposing, so I finally accepted. <laughs> and I, I finally submitted to my, wife, my future wife and went and got a ring and got down on one knee. And I'm so glad that I did. And, but since then... Those I've always <laughs> been good at recruiting. Yeah. I've even recruited my husband. <laughs> She's like, you going to marry me or not? Like, yeah, well, That's too. funny. That is I funny. I just thought of that. Okay, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, it's okay. No, you are a great recruiter, actually. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, but our, since then, we've fallen in and out of love several times. Oh, yeah. I mean, no, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's say that out loud. <laughs> but, well, you're talking about my closet and stuff. So, I mean, <laughs> but it's true. I mean, that was so genuine. Right now, <laughs> we're in love right now. We're in love right yeah. now. <laughs> I mean, we were until that comment. <laughs> Yesterday, it was a little iffy there Yesterday, for about 30 minutes. Yesterday, <laughs> such an easy game to play. Yeah, yesterday was pretty good, actually, because we had yes. an argument, and it ended well. Yeah, so we could actually talk about that. Oh, well, yay. <laughs> Speaking of laundry, <laughs> go ahead. I'll let you lead this portion. <laughs> So, um, you know, I just got back from Dallas from the C3 conference, and I attended this workshop with this this counselor. And so then something kind of just came up yesterday, (laughs) and I said, hey, let's practice something I just learned. And it worked. It did. So shout out to hashtag C3 comp. Yay. But um, anyway, so like, yeah, it was great. Right. So. Yeah, she got the ball started. Or got the ball rolling, and, and then I responded, and she goes, oh, yeah, just like the counselor says, you're being defensive. You see that right there? You're being... I don't know if that part was really right to do, but, but it got his attention. And so then... And I um, said, no, I'm not. <laughs> I said, okay, let's back I up. I did. said, let's try this. And so what, here's, the, here's the strategy, guys. So if, you know, if you walk in to, you know, say you're going out to eat tonight, and if your uh, like, if if your wife's hair, if if your wife wears a messy bun, 
which he doesn't like it when I wear a messy bun. He doesn't like messy buns. So then he might say, are you going to do something different with your hair? Or, you know, or he might make fun of my messy bun in a funny way when we get where we're going, maybe with the people. I mean, he would probably never do that, but he just might. And uh, anyway, so maybe. like, let's just pretend. And so then if whatever it is that, and then, so then afterwards... You would say you have to have an open customer service counter, right. really, where you're safe. And so I, you need to allow each other in your relationship after that dinner for me to just say, you know, when you said that about my hair, that kind of like hurt my feelings. It was a little embarrassing. And so I would like to ask you to not do that. So, I mean, that seems so simple, right? But, guys, there are so many times in marriage, I don't know if it's just me or if you guys would agree with this, but there are so, t- so many times in marriage we just, like, like we just take that little stab yeah. and we just leave it there. And we don't ever address it. We don't ever just, you know, say what's wrong and right. then say what action you need from them yeah. uh, next time. Does that make sense? It's real simple. But I'm telling you, when we did that... Mm-hmm unemotionally for the most part I have a real hard time with that part because he says I'm part Greek because see how I'm talking right now I'm not mad I'm just very passionate but I I can talk like this and I can be like because the thing is is babe like when you da 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 and and he's like Ooh, like simmer down, you know, like, like chill out. Hey, first, if you'd stop Change yelling at me and I don't, like, I'm not yelling <laughs> I don't think she I has am. a very loud family so then I go like Which, this and I they're feel not really, mad at each other either they're just loud so then that's another thing, another strategy with this of choosing to love too is yes. turning toward each other. Because yes. like even when he, right when he does that, oh, then they see my side view. Let's turn back. But yes, so like, um, so, but, you know, but when we do turn toward each other, uh, part of, like, that's my opportunity to turn toward him. And even though I don't like it, even in that moment when we're doing that other strategy uh, and then he like critiques the way I'm doing that strategy <laughs> knowing that I'm trying a new strategy um, then but I can get a defensive and then we can get back on that other cycle where I'm the one defensive yeah or I can turn toward him and as fake as it seems to talk calmly and sweetly oh it helps <laughs> oh, me so much see like right there your heart just oh, like because like, wow. I'm talking like this yeah because it bugs him the way I'm talking but you know what that's just like who I am and so I constantly bug him and so I'm constantly trying to like be more feminine but I'm a leader I'm like a I'm not a pink and pretty pastor's wife I'm like this red and black strong woman and I try so hard (laughs) thank you there's my strong women out there but you know we have to just try to wear I have pink lipstick on do you see how pale I look like I'm pale because I'm trying to be pink and pretty like I have on pink and lavender I try but like I just you know so we have to like give it try and just keep trying to change ourselves right and accommodate your spouse as much, much as you can. But like yeah. I said earlier, at some point, you just got to make a decision. I'm going to love this person no matter what. Whether they're red and black or, or pink, pink and, and pretty. Yeah. yeah. And so one thing, though, that we can all consciously try to do is because women's mega need is security. Men, when we talk to them, we can try to infuse our tone with security. Yeah. And women can infuse their tone with respect. respect. 
And as long as you're being respectful, man, you can get away with saying so much more if you'll say it with a tone of respect and honor to your man. And men, if you'll say it with a tone of, what do y'all need? I'm just kidding. Security. <laughs> Security. Yeah, and, that, and again, it's that, it's that being able to tell the other you know, what you need and, the, and that person not getting defensive and, and listening, listening. Yeah. Listening. You know, and because the bottom line, one thing that this counselor said in the in the workshop I just went to, he said, "Here's the bottom line: couples yes. that like each other are gonna stay together." <laughs> Radical concept. If you like each other, you're not gonna get a divorce. Right. And so, like, you, you just have to stuff. choose love. You have to just right. choose to like each other, even when you kind of don't. I read a cool statistics preparing for this that major cities with a uh, with a major league baseball team have a 28% lower divorce rate than other places mm. because it gives couples something fun to do together. And so you got to find something fun yeah. that you can do together. Oh, I got I to gotta tag onto that real okay. quick because this culture, the millennials, you millennials, it's just Netflix and chill, you know, and... I mean, I know what the chill really is, and I get it. But, like, it's also, even when it's not that, it's literally just Netflix and chill. It's just, like, you millennials, you 20-something crowd, and you just, like, you just date as you're dating. You're just, like, at each other's house all the time. Never going, you're not courting. You're not having fun. And then you do that long enough, and you split up. Yeah. Because you need fun. And, and so you when you're dating, date. Go have fun together. around other people. Yes, not just in front not of a just, screen. Just you two in your little cocoon. Because then when there comes time to need a little bit more independence, because, you know, I try to tell singles all the time, when you get married, you're going to see each other so much less. You think you get married to, like, be together more. But you really get married. And then especially once you have full-time jobs right. instead of part-time <laughs> jobs and you get to study together, whatever. Um, and so have fun have when you're fun. dating too, single people. And keep the fun going when you're married. Yes. If you're taking notes, jot this down. Information is greater than infatuation. That's good. Devotion is greater than emotion. And love is greater than lust. So 1 Corinthians 4, 13 says, love is patient, love is kind, and all those things. I mean, there's no emotions in that list of what mm. love is. They're all choices that we make. That's good. I've never felt patient before. Have you? It's like, oh my gosh. But I've chosen to be patient. Mm. So there's no love. There's no emotion in real love. Love is a choice. Emotions come. Emotions go. But everybody say it with me. I can be a better me. I can be a better me. And so, so what better choices can you make to make you better, and what better choice? Can you choose love? Can you choose patience and kindness and all those things? Yeah, so, that's good. Right? Yes. So let's talk about not hiding but healing. Yes. You know, not hiding but healing. That is when you get in these times, like we're talking about, maybe uh, conflicts in your relationships, the tendency is just to hide back, to shrink back. Yeah. But the Bible says, you know, that he who isolates himself seeks his own. And that's not the loving yourself version. That's, that's selfishness. Right. And when you isolate yourself and you hide, um, you're, you're choosing to not be vulnerable. That's what, when, when I see that, it makes me think, you know, vulnerability mm. is, is the missing link here. That's why we yeah. hide and instead of but that's hard. get healed. It's scary. Vulnerable. It's scary. But you know what I was thinking about with this, babe, is 
Who was more vulnerable than anybody in the world was Jesus Christ mm. on that cross. Yeah. He went to the cross and he not only bore our physical healing, but also our emotional and relational yes. um, pain so that we can have healing That's and good. not be broken. And so if we want to walk in relational and emotional healing, then we've got to be vulnerable like yes. Jesus was. That's right. And that what that means is it takes a lot of courage. Like you said, it's scary. Mm. It takes courage to be vulnerable. So, um, But he's the one who created us, yes. and so he's the one that can heal us. Yes. But we have to let him. Yes, we have to let and that goes we back have to, to take it back plugging to plugging our him. small groups, getting the yep. small group because when you're in community, you're not isolating yourself. Yeah, you're in community. Uh, a fool seems wise in his own eyes, mm. but when you get around people, that's when you get some context of where you're really at. The and that, truth, the truth, the truth sets makes you free. free. Yes, and and you know, um, it's like the thing about vulnerability is you are willing to get the truth face the truth mm, whether you like it or not so that there can be repair right so like uh like Pete, Pastor kevin had well yeah and like your sunglasses your costas he had you know if you have oh, yeah. costas it's if something's wrong with those costas yes they're expensive but they're literally going to last you a lifetime because you just simply send them back to the manufacturer mm -hmm. and we've got to do that in our relationships we've got to go back to the manufacturer yeah who made us yeah my lens has got cracked like split right up the middle because the coasters were so tight i had to get them loose up and put them on my fat head they just i was like oh my gosh i mean that didn't even so i sent them back to costa and they're like well what color lenses do you want i'm like uh i like blue and they're like okay and they put blue lenses in them and sent it back to me yeah. no charge and but they were the they made them they fixed them jesus made us and so we've all got hurt from our past. Yeah. We all have pain and memories that need to be healed. And so when you take your heart to Jesus yes. and you present yourself vulnerably to him, that's where vulnerability starts is with him because yes. in his presence is fullness of joy. Yes. And that's where he will heal you so that then yes. you can take that healing to your yes. relationships that are broken. And again, that's you, like we started, mm -hmm. being the bridge between him yeah. and those you love. Because if you want to have a healthy relationship, a healthy relationship is made up of two healthy individuals. That's good, yeah. Right? Yes. And so I can't work on her and make her healthy. I can love her, and I can love her anyway, like she can do to me. But ultimately, at the end of the day, we have to make a decision to come into his presence and allow the mm -hmm. great counselor to speak truth to us when we read the scripture, when we pray, when we fellowship with other believers in our small group so that, so that he can make adjustments. I mean, I made an adjustment in my heart yesterday when we were in our car having this argument, and, and it wasn't a loud argument. It was a very give and take, and at, when we walked away from that, we walked away together and understanding each other, being understood, yes. and with a strategy how that if and when this happens next time, this is how we've we committed ourselves to behave. Yes. So um, it's the truth that can change you and that can heal you. Yes. But you have, but man, it does that takes such bravery because okay. none of it. I mean, come on, we all want to look good, we all want to be cool, we all want to act like we have it together, and in some areas we do, and in some areas we don't. Yeah. 
And especially in relationships like that are close, like a dating relationship or a marriage or family, yeah. siblings, mother, daughter, you whatever, whatever right? relationship. Because yesterday we could have been like this, turned back to back. Like, and this is what people do in relationships to try to protect themselves. Everything's about protection mode. Right. And that, because it is scary to be vulnerable, but, but vulnerability, see, look, already, oh my gosh, that even just felt more, now it yeah. feels, because I didn't see you. I felt it right here. I know, I did too. Wow. I kind of like felt it all over. Come I mean, on now. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> okay, so here's the deal. There's a common mindset between, in the poverty-stricken there's a common mindset mm. in those who have experienced loss, those who are in relational distress, and what that is is hopelessness. Mm. And so I pray that this time together this morning yes. will just inject some, some hope into you for your relationship. Not just, again, it's not just about loving yourself. It's not just for you to enjoy your marriage. Right. But guess what? What if you got a picture in your mind that mm. your marriage could be an example to this city of yes. what godly relationships look like. Right. I'm telling you, that's part of why we've had a strong marriage, because from the very beginning, we set out with a picture in yep. our mind, in our right. heart, that our marriage would be an example to other people's marriage, yes. which is why we're sitting in these chairs right now, because we declared that over our lives, yes. and it wasn't just about us and our marriage working, that's but it right. was about our marriage working to help your marriage work. Yes. What if you did that? Amen, because yeah. there's that purpose again. That's right. And that is where real fulfillment comes in. Amen. Amen. So today we want to invite you to come out of the darkness into the light. And there's no shame. Yes. Um, come into the light of his love because yes. when you come into his presence, he's not judging you. He's, he's not mad at you. All of God's anger towards us, towards sin, it wasn't towards us, yes. but towards sin, fell on Jesus, and therefore we can be reconciled yes. with God. So mm. do you need to return your heart to its maker? Mm. Do you have some brokenness that needs to be healed? And, and guess what? The answer is like 99.9% .9 probably yes, yes of all of us, because we all have things that, you know, the Bible says, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Mm -hmm. So that takes courage and vulnerability. So I want to invite you to be vulnerable first and foremost with God today. Let him speak truth to your heart because we've all believed lies about ourselves and about life and about stuff, about God. Let him speak the truth. And when you recognize a lie, repent of it. Say, Lord, I repent of that lie. Please forgive me for believing that. Lord, would you tell me what the truth is about this? And the Holy Spirit will speak to you, and that truth will make you free in that part of your life. And man, whom the sun sets free is free indeed, yes. and you will enjoy that freedom. You'll enjoy your joy. Yes, yes. That's part of why I think joy comes from the presence of God, because that's mm. where, when you're with him, he talks to you. He and does. he sets you free. Yes, that's And so that's going to bring joy. That's, that's right. That's awesome when you Amen. were just saying that. Would you mm. bow your heads with us this morning? If you're watching us on Facebook Live, thank you for joining us over in the family venue. We want to include you in our prayer time as well. And just know that we appreciate you being with us today. And if you're here today and you say, Pastor Kevin, um, I believe uh, that or I feel like I have areas or an area of brokenness in my heart. And we're not going to make you tell us what that is. But if you would just say, I need to whisper that to Jesus. Would you just... Uh, wave a hand at me or just say, yeah, I need to come out of the dark, into the light. Oh, hands everywhere. I, I, want, I need some healing in my life, in my heart, in my emotions. 
pain from my past, lies I've believed, man, hands everywhere. And if, if you're also one of those that would say, I need to make Jesus the Lord of my life, that is the greatest yes. step towards being healed and whole that anybody can make. And if you would like me to include you in the prayer of salvation, I'm going to pray in just a moment. Would you let me know who you are as well? Say, I need to make Jesus the Lord of my life. Slip your hand up. Awesome. God bless you. I see your hand. One, two, three, four, five. God bless you. Excellent. That's great. Six. Well, I just want to lead you in a prayer this morning. First and foremost, for, for healing. Can we just all say this together today? Just say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I come into your presence. I come into your presence. I know you love me. I know you love me. And I'm struggling in an area. I'm struggling in an area. But I'm giving that to you. I repent of the lies that I've believed about that area. Would you tell me the lie I believed and the truth about that area? Because your truth makes me free. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's continue to pray right now. Just say this with me today. Say, I repent of my sin. And I believe in my heart. Jesus died for my sins. And on the third day, God raised him from the dead. And I confess, Jesus, you are my Lord. From this day forward, I am yours in Jesus' name. Amen. That's awesome. We know that four or five people gave their heart to Jesus today. We commend you. We welcome you home. We celebrate with you. It's awesome. Yeah. Give him a big hand.